Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find our podcast, along with many other podcasts, along with articles of opinion, video segments, and much, much more. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent with exclusive contents for our Patreons. Hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Sí, es un club que tiene una grandeza que no se comprende si no estás aquí dentro. Son de una magia única, benfiquista. Son nos sentimos así. Por muchos desgustos que podamos tener, valores más altos se levantan. O valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futebolísticos chama-se Benfica. Quero o Benfica intimidar o adversário. Quero o um manto sagrado entrar com vocês em qualquer estado. E estados, pá! É isso que eu quero! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Doll Benfica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumaças. It's been a while. It's been a while. Cristiano, como é que é, amigo? Tudo bem? What's going on, Alfredo? David, pleasure to be back here with you guys. It's been a bit. Estava a ver que não, foda-se. It's been a bit. How long has it been? When was the last time we were on, Dave? Do you know? I think, if I'm not mistaken, November 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see here. Yeah, the 22nd of November would have been the last podcast because then that weekend the world cup started Dave, so there was a it's rumor it's been about a month there was a rumor in the Luz Americano here in New Jersey that David Oliveira was spending these last four weeks um where is this going uh perfecting his uh curling game any truth oh I mean it was it was in the <laughs> It was in the Portuguese abroad section. Portuguese. I I won't uh, I won't confirm nor deny. I won't confirm my allegiance uh, either. I can curl for Canada. I can curl for Portugal. Is whichever one comes calling first, I'm there. Dave, are you any any good? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Flavio Ferreira, welcome to the chat. Sheik Marcelino and all you beautiful and ugly people in the chat. Thank you once again for joining us on the Mifiga Podcast. It's it's finally a pleasure to be back. It's it, it's it's been a while, but Flavio, does it echo? Okay, echo, okay, echo. We got an echo or echo my deco. What are, what are you doing? What does that mean? Fala aí. It might be an echo. Let me know. We'll we'll figure something out. Mete aí, mete aí o som no teu tablet. Ele é ECU, aquilo pode ser like a big echo. Som aí no tablet, let me see. Flavio, does it echo? Okay, echo, okay. Dave, fala aí. Still coming in as an echo? No, I, I think we're good. No, that was me. No, not on this end. Oh, us. You said Dave. Dave, you're on that. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. You guys probably won't hear it, but maybe YouTube will uh, will hear it. Yeah, yeah he's coming. De De Dave, you're coming in as an echo. Well, I got it, Dave. Hmm. Big Still? echo, big echo. The Canadian internet. No, you're good. I, I, you know, it's it's on my end. Balaf, Dave. Falai. 
There you do. Are you still an echo? You got to adjust echo. something on your end, uh, Alfredo? Or this should here? be. This should be. This should be. Who guys don't follow? Nah, I had, to I had to change something. No echo, no echo. Good We're job, good Dave. We're, We're all good. ready We're to good. start. Dave's so good, you hear him twice. <laughs> it's been a while, so we got to dust off some of these cobwebs, as I mentioned. But here we are, post-World Cup. Case. Post-Gay. World Cup. Case. Something <laughs> that happened in Qatar. The, the curling World Cup? The curling World Cup. Um, I, I think that we'd, we'd all be remiss to to completely skip over the, the World Cup and, and not at least mention something in the World Cup. Uh, yeah, you just want to let everybody else know about my predictions. Okay, so Jaco, well, that's what, enough what talk for the World Cup. Have? Oh, you said that Portugal <laughs> was I said win. we were going to win it all. And then, I mean, I, sh I didn't care for a lot of these. Um, Let's yeah. talk about Benfica. So, yeah, we, we're, we're going to talk about Benfica, but I just want to get – get that World Cup off our, our chests, I guess, and, and put a, a stone on it, dead and buried. Um, stone let's see. Where can I – I'm just going to mention something real quick, right? And, and these are, are, are my feelings. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to say that Portugal uh, lost this, this World Cup when they decided to renew uh, with Fernando Sanch after he lost the Euros. Uh, I think that's where you uh, where you lose this World Cup because if you bring a decent coach, and that coach finds a way to convince Ronaldo that he's no longer the influential player, but yet has a role within this national team uh, that could be very helpful to this national team and gets the players that are world class talent to play to their potential, I think that Portugal has a real shot of winning this World Cup. Now with Fernando Santos Ball, we all know what what was expecting us, even though. They kind of threw us for a loop in that uh, Switzerland game, but uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, my feeling, it's uh, I don't think it's it's Ronaldo's fault. I don't think it's Santos' fault. I don't think it's any of the players' fault. I think it's the federation. I think that the federation needs to make an assessment after the last Euro and, and really make a move uh, because it was it was easily for everybody. It was easy for everybody to see that Fernando Santos was the man. Are wasn't you talking the guy about the team? You're talking about the same federation that hasn't said a peep ever <laughs> since <laughs> since all this controversy. I mean, we're talking about a federation that once our national team head coach was found guilty in a court of law of of, of hijacking our own IRS system or tax system. Import they didn't say a word. Four, four point something four million. Four point six million. And then, and then the guy comes out in an interview and said, hey, I did exactly what the president of the Federation told me to do, yeah. which is, you know, fraud. And nobody says a word. And then all this stuff for Ronaldo, nobody says a word. And then, but, 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 but nobody, then they lost. No, they get followed. And it's just, hey, we figure if we hide, nobody talks about it. We don't have to explain. It's just, look, I, I was, a, I couldn't stand for none sense. I'll forever be grateful. For the fact that we of won that, that 2016, but that shit was was atrocious. But I, I would have taken this World Cup the same exact way. I'm not gonna lie. But at the end of the day, it was atrocious to watch. I there was a lot of people that wanted him fired after the following World Cup, and 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 I gotta be fair, right? I thought I I knew Kikilunyaladnyung, but I thought that he at least deserved the chance to come back and defend this title. You know what I'm saying, Dave? He won it in 2016. At the very least, he could have defended his title in 2020. 
And then if he wins it, fine, we'll bring it back. If he doesn't, see you later, bro. We gave you a shot. Yeah. But they insisted on bringing this guy back. And I, I've had conversations with you, Alfredo. I've had conversations with a lot of people. And a lot of people call me crazy because, you know, I am a guy that likes to react. And sometimes I need to take a chill pill, sit back, analyze. But, no, I, I, I shoot from the seat of my pants instantly. And so people take a lot of shit I say. It's just my Zoom, my Zoom, you know, un gajo falar alto. But at the end of the day, I had said I could not believe that one of the greatest winners in the history of the uh, of football, of soccer, Cristiano Ronaldo, and a guy that has a ton of influence on this national team and over the federation, I cannot believe that this guy is not making a bigger fuss, and I cannot believe that this guy is okay with going into battle for his last opportunity at lifting that beautiful gold World Cup. And he's okay with bringing this guy in charge. I just, I could not comprehend. And and so, we, listen, we're, we're sitting here once again talking about mais uma oportunidade desperdiçada. And look, man, I, I don't know if I could point the finger at a lot of things that Santos did wrong in this World Cup because he did things that none of us ever expect. We never dreamt. I don't think any of us here and anybody in the chat dreamt that he would do what he did. We None of us thought he had the balls to bench Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. And he did. Yeah. So it was kind of like, wait a minute. If I... <laughs> so let, let's call a spade a spade, right? And I really, look, there, in that last game against Morocco, there were some things that I maybe would have changed up. Yeah. But, again, that was a screw-up by our own mistake. And I don't want to single out any one player because that's irrelevant. But Portugal lost on their own mistake. And and they just couldn't convert the other opportunities. End of story. Yeah. Look, I, I don't think we need to get too much into it. We all knew what the problem was going into. But I think my man Fernando Santi said, man, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging. Apago, apago chat. Apago chat. We got, we got parasites in the chat. Apago chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I've, I, I've already mentioned. Um, the problem is that uh, the problem was – you know, renewing with an sunch after the Euro. And you know what else, bro? We're talking about that one game. And this is the hard part for us Portuguese people to swallow, right? But at the end of the day, guys, <laughs> Portugal just did what Portugal normally does. <laughs> we're, we're the dumbasses for expecting differently. You know what I mean? Portugal, out Portugal themselves. That was it. They just did what, what, what Portugal normally does. You know, 2016 is the one that's out of the ordinary. Because everything else is right up the alley of what we normally do. We shoot ourselves no, in the foot. It? Yeah, we shoot ourselves in the foot. But is twenty? It, it, you can't look at 2016 and say, well, we had an exceptional run. We no, no, no. through but, everybody. But we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot. That's what I'm saying. Normally, we shoot ourselves You're in right. the foot. In we, 2016, we times. 2016, we shot. We definitely made it hard on ourselves. We shot. Dave, Dave, we might have we might have taken off a couple of toenails, but we didn't <laughs> shoot the foot. <laughs> you know I mean, you just got the toenail, but it was enough. Like, if I put a little, put a little duct tape on it and keep it moving, you know what I mean. And so, that was the one that's out of the ordinary. This is more aligned with what we see. I, I remember when uh, uh, Dave, when Steve was still on a podcast, one of the, one of the things that these guys used to rag on me on and cry and laughter about was after a particular game against Pas Ferreira. I'll never forget with Rui Vitori. And I come out here and I'm screaming and howling, where the fuck is the urgency? I'm like, where's the urgency? And I'm going crazy. And I'm going crazy. And these guys like, bro, and, and, and going back to this game against Morocco's, 
it, it felt like that game again. There was no urgency. It th- like I'm too pretty. I'm too sexy for my shirt. I'm watching. Bro, I'll be honest on. with you. I'm watching these games and I'm missing. I'm missing Schmidt. Schmidt ball. Oh yeah. It's, it's just the 100%. way we we. And it and it's so funny because and we'll get into it. Uh, I was talking to somebody about um, the, uh, the the tie against um, Morerense. And somebody was saying, I've seen better football, Benfica playing better football than a lot of national teams on this World Cup. And you're right. It's, it's right. Epa. It's right. Sim, mas ouve lá. Mas, I mean, quem diz isso é malta que não percebe da bola. I'm sorry. Isso é caso como o Hugo Ferreira. Malta que não sabe nada da bola. Que é assim, bro, of course. Bro, the national team had... Yo, we all got together in the parking lot, and we're all expecting to go ahead and win a war. Bro, the, the, poor, every team. They had a couple of days together. Roger Schmidt had a, had a preseason. To, and I'm not saying that you're, that you're wrong. Benfica has played better football than, I mean, probably 90, 99% of the Nationals. Even, even Argentina throughout the tournament, they weren't impressive. They won it, but they weren't impressive at huge spurts of, throughout the tournament. They lost to Saudi Arabia. Let's not forget this. So, yeah, football was not extraordinary. But Roger Schmidt, who I love, by the way, had an offseason <laughs> to train and implement a system. Now, the problem is we all know, we all know that if we'd given Portugal six months for Fernando Santos to implement a system, it'd be a bullshit system. That's the problem. <laughs> we'd have no confidence in that system. But at the end of the day, you can't discard the fact that these teams is, you know, it was a bunch of guys thrown together and let's let's go to battle and hey, look, let's let our talent supersede and, you know, come out on top. I, I think I think you you have to take that into account, Alfredo, before, you know, Opa, club teams look better. Club teams have time to gel and I get it. You know? I get it. I get it. That's, that's why I give my boy JJ. Remember, I was to give him credit, uh, uh, benefit of the doubt because of the whole COVID stuff. Remember, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> How could we forget? Yeah, but look, uh, look, it is, it is, it's behind us. Fernando Santos is, is down now. Now the big question becomes it was going to take over. So I think that the only wish that I have is that somebody will come in that actually will will put the players or these generations. Because it's just not the current generation. There's a lot of young kids that are good that are going to sustain this national team in terms of talent for a while now. So the only thing that I ask is that put a coach in front of the team that can pull the most out of these players' potentials. And I know where you're going with that, and I disagree. No, I, I, I don't have anyone in mind. You did. You've mentioned it before. You've mentioned in the past that you would be okay with Rui Jorge being appointed head coach of the, of the Slesawa. I think that Rui Jorge has not earned the respect of the senior players. No, he did. He did. Rui Jorge earned that respect when these guys aren't driving Bugattis. Right. Once they start driving Bugattis, I got pataka log, man. I'm not listening You drive to a me, little man. rabbit and that drive a Bugatti. Man. Call I mean, it, man. It, that, that's the problem. Like, those guys, when they – because at one point or another, 90% of the guys on this roster played for Rui Jorge. 
right? Correct. Mazakiletudu when everybody's on the way there to the top. Like, yo, they, it's like you're a high school teacher. Those guys, high school all, teacher. Those guys all want to work overtime, right? And they don't mind, but then when they get to the top, like, overtime. You snap, but I mean. It's like a, a lot of people were, you know, there was, there was discussion. And obviously, we're not here to talk about the national team, but. We're only going to do a half hour. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Mourinho. There's a lot of talk about JJ. Can you imagine these guys being yelled at by JJ? How do you think that would I, go over? I'm glad you brought up Mourinho because Hugo Frey in the chat over there talking gibberish. But he he's also another one of those guys that's on cloud nine. Because I think that he's on cloud nine. Why? Because they fired Sunch? No, the dumbest thing I've seen is people like Hugo, my brother. I love the kid to death. But people like Hugo come out and say, "Hey, brothers, going from front on Sunch." To Mourinho, it's crazy. I agree. It's the same type of but for, comparing for nonsense to Jose Mourinho, bro. Come on. I mean, look, not that look, not that I'd want to be watching that eyesore, but compare that's a guy that goes in the locker room and the players are instantly going to have respect. I'm not saying that's my choice, but you can't compare Fernand. Yo, we're going from Fernando Ball to Mourinho. Oh, come on, it's more. I, again, I agree, it's more. But bro, don't you ever compare. There's a huge disparity there in come terms on. of. I'm not saying that Mourinho is a guy that's uh, that's still current. I think that Mourinho is a little bit outdated, uh, but definitely the, the. It's like that the chick that in high school was hot. She's still hot now, but she don't got that crazy hair no more, and she don't really. But she's still hot. Um, You're like Epaina. What do you call it? I I think that, and especially when you look at Mourinho and, and possibly an issue with his contract, right? Where Homa most likely or, or probably no, they won't allow him. Well, to they won't allow him. I could see who George. Being the interim until twenty four, no, even until twenty four. Because gets rid of no, he steps out of Roma. Roma's contract expires in twenty four. That's why I'm saying until twenty four. Well, let, let's say at the end of the season, the federation decides to play to pay his clause to release him out of Roma. I mean, they gotta pay back the Portuguese authorities four point six million. <laughs> I don't know where they're gonna find all this money. They just paid Fernando Sun seven million to walk away. They only made, I think, 11 or 13 mil from the actual participation in the World Cup. They had to split that up. Not all of it, but yes, they had to split at least there's, 50% there's a, between the players. There's a prize. Yeah, but you, that's, you make first in a group. It's I'm not sure the United States. Only the United States has to split 90%. They're the only nation in the world that has to split 90% between the men's team and the women's team. Portugal doesn't do that. I think they probably, they probably it's probably like a 60-40. Because you do the work, but I get paid. You know, uh, <laughs> and, and pay, pay me, pay me on the side because I don't want to yeah. declare it to yeah, the authorities. Well, what do I do, Fernando Gomes? Do I set up an offshore account? Yeah, my daughter is a judge and she'll be the owner. I mean, that bro, That's amazing. Man. How many times did I tell you it is an absolute travesty? It is a joke that nobody. But this is sad, Dave. It's sad that the Portuguese citizens didn't revolt. Like to them, corruption is so normal. That the guy just, just, just finagled the Portuguese authorities. They took him to court. They found him guilty. The president was involved. The president of the federation was involved in the scheme, and nobody important. To them, it's like it's another day in the fucking, you know, in the park. To them, it's they, not they even saying nothing. He's like, not the only one. I mean, you you hear the every month there's somebody that's corrupt that's stealing from the government. But in Portugal, it's so common. That's what I'm saying. To them, it's common. So common. It's like, oh, okay. My Zoom. It's like somebody got shot in Newark today. Falls <laughs> in Newark, bro. Falls in Newark. Nobody, okay. Today, nobody got shot in Newark. Okay, Patterson. 
I don't know. I don't want to talk about battle about my Patterson people. They, they know where I live. <laughs> my Patterson peeps. No, nah, um, but uh, but yeah, to them it's so common and so normal that nobody was. Uh, could you imagine Greg Berhalter, who? I mean, imagine that guy doing something. First of all, the American authority would lock his ass up. Yeah, <laughs> you're been locked up. You'd be coming out of the plane from Qatar, <laughs> and then imagine and this the dude. This dude showed him. up at the airport. No, they wouldn't let him on the plane. Like, yo, you're not getting on. Nice. Yeah, in Portugal, like, Santos guilty of defrauding the government for 4.6 million euros. But it's okay. Tomorrow he's leaving the Qatar to coach the national team, and uh, I didn't guess these. I mean, come on, bro. Well, it's like Marcelo when he was asked Look, about, you know, what about all these things that are going on in, in the Qatar? Oh, now it's time to the World Cup. Let's just leave that behind. But it's just... But it's kind of... But it's kind of what I said here. I believe on one of our last podcasts, right? They, they had 12 freaking years. The World Cup was awarded to Qatar in 2010. And now two weeks prior to the World Cup kicking off in 2022, you want to make a big stink about it. You should have been making a big stink about it throughout the whole – not now. Yeah. Bro, at that point, like Marcelo, I agree. At that point, there was nothing. Yeah. Anyone was going to do that was going to stop it. It was going to go through. So he's like, yo, guys, let's just enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, also, we we can't be remiss here to, and, and just to close out this uh, this 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 World Cup topic that, that we've spent way too much time um, just wanted to give a, a word uh, in terms of uh, Grant Wall. I know that Chris knew him. You know him personally. I worked with him a couple um, times. In series. And uh, I knew I, I traded a, when he did that. I do uh, podcast series. I traded a couple uh, messages with him. Really nice guy. Super approachable. A guy that's really catapulted the sport here in the United States in terms of his quality writing. Uh, and and just the publicizing of the sport in major public publications, so it's really a, a huge miss and a huge loss uh, for the uh, U.S. soccer community for sure. So anyway, <clears throat> let's uh, let's get back to the Benfica world, man. How many how many of you have uh, missed Benfica? I'm sure a lot of you, right? Uh, while we're away, Benfica played uh, four games, three of them for the. For the League Cup and and a friendly in uh, in Algarve against Sevilla, um, the League Cup was was the federation the the league's uh, brilliant idea to have games during the World Cup when every other every other league was was stopped and, and and leagues were on vacation. But the Portuguese league, hey, we're always at the forefront of of, of modernized football, so we're just gonna have the League Cup. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because uh, uh, I'm bitter because I'm not. Right, so Benfica played against uh, Estrela da Amadora, uh, one three two. Uh, then Benfica beat Penafiel two nothing at Estadio Luz after that, and they played Murerense this just this past Saturday, and they tied Murerense, but because uh, the, I think it was the third tie break was on goal differential, uh, they lost because Murerense had one more goal. Yes. So had we not given up that goal against Estrela da Amadora, the one on that the, Morato, on that Morato uh, was Fifia, singling out Morato. That not. was right at the last minute too. <laughs> yeah, right? we're, we're not, we, don't want, we don't want to single him out, I'm but joking, but still, um, but if, still, we, but if we don't, we don't give up that goal, we're still tied. Then what? What's the fourth tiebreaker? The fourth tiebreaker. Who's got a better a, a better drainage system in their grass? <laughs> My people from Missouri love you guys long time. So what was the fourth tiebreaker, Dave? I think I think by that it was gonna go goals. Young players? 
was a young player. Don't they have a stupid rule? Scored more goals for. Yeah, I think it was. It but don't been. they don't they have a rule of like young players? If you play more young players, yeah, there's it's that, that, that is that too. That, the that, average yeah. uh, age of the squad. Yeah, yeah. it's something. Like and then that, if that would have been the same, it's like pick heads or tails. But I mean, for us to have the same average age, I mean, Dave. <laughs> hey, look, the 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 biggest thing for me is is that Schmidt gave uh, gave time to the guys that don't play as much. Unfortunately, uh, but, sad. But, but really, what were what was he supposed to do? You know, still, I mean, Grimaldo played, Rafa played. He's not supposed to do anything. It just, you know, you know, we forget all those other games. I want to go back to this game on past Saturday, and I understand the window hasn't been open, but again. We've talked, and I have from day one of this season in a podcast. Um, I've talked about our, how thin we were in terms of options, and it's never bit bit us in the ass. And now it finally did. And even though we drew, we didn't lose again. But they bit, bro. The quality, and I'm hoping that come January, they go out and they sign two to three players, a striker, a winger or two. We need different, bro, because the guys that are coming off the bench. They, yeah. the, the quality, and I understand Juamari was missing. Enzo, you're missing guys, but it doesn't matter who you're missing because at the end of the day, even if they're not, if they're there and they're playing, your options off the bench are still them same monkeys. <laughs> hey, Dave, uh, I'll ask you this. Uh, do you mm. think that these three games have been somewhat of a, of a, of an exam for a lot of these guys? Meaning, here's your chance. You have three games now to show me what you got, and then – Depending on how you perform, we'll have to assess what your spot is in the squad come January or if we need to bring in somebody. I mean, you can look at it that way, but it's really hard to tell um, how much importance this, like, Benfica put towards this uh, this tournament anyways. I mean, they, they definitely went and tried to to go through to the next round, uh, but especially against these, these smaller teams there, I really don't feel like, they they really put the pedal to the metal uh, for say against uh, like Estrella and Penafiel where really those could have been the games to bump up the uh, the goals uh, the goals uh, totals yeah. so that we didn't have to come to this this tiebreaker in this last match right but guys who maybe didn't pass the exam that are, are might be on on the way out like I'm looking at a, a Shikingu there like. When he's your your number one option off the bench in this tournament, or he's starting games too, right? Like I, I, I think we need, need an upgrade over over Shikingu in that position to Diogo Gonzalez uh, as well. But um, I guess the, it's it really the question comes down to how much importance the the club put uh, towards this tournament. Here. <laughs> stole my thunder because I'm waiting for you to finish your point. <laughs> <laughs> to, to address that situation regarding Drassel, because I actually took some heat on on Twitter after Saturday's game because I made the statement that um, Diogo Gonçalves should should have to walk back to Lisbon after the game. I thought thought that that, that punishment was warranted, and some people came after me about Draxler, and I'm not defending Draxler in any in, in any you know in any way, but but this guy, despite Draxler being absolutely useless, this guy had twice. The game-winning goal on his foot and on his head. So that's why I singled him out. Not saying that someone else played better or played. It's just that the quad, bro, Draxler's intensity. I don't know what's up with that guy. I don't know if he's really hesitant and he ha and he's still because I mean you've had knee surgery, right? No, you did. I thought you did when you were younger. 
Okay, never mind. Um, Dave, do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I hear I've never. I hurt my knee, but I never had surgery. But, but I I hear that you you're you're hesitant. It could be, but you know what I've noticed with Draxler, that he's a lot looser. Before, parece que tava pelo, as pernas não mexiam. You know what I'm saying? It's like his legs, his range of motion wasn't the same. And I feel he's a little looser now. But that intensity, man. But here's the thing. When the guy gets the ball, he knows what to do with the ball. He, he can he can he can pass. There's a good times ball. you see him with passes. Aquilo no é para qualquer um. No, there's no. time even in this game. You saw a couple pass like Aquilo. That, that's hopeful. not for some monkey. But but the, the, I get it that I'm hopeful as well. But you got six months left. Yeah, and my so, fear, my fear is that when he finally gets the cobwebs off, right? <laughs> hey, well, okay, ciao. She's, she's gonna hey. come calling you. Yeah. No, not for, for yes, you don't want him. But it'll be like, oh, I'm fine. Hey, man, thank you. Thanks for here's your medal. Ciao, hello. No, Peace no. out. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's even people talking about let's return him in January. I don't. I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, hey, speaking of returns in January, my boy Seferovic, uh, Galatasaray doesn't want him either. They'll, they'll find somebody for They him. didn't wait till January. <laughs> they did that shit like November. They <laughs> say, yo, they, we they, don't want it. We uh, don't want people to get any ideas. Just go before we change our mind. They'll, they'll, let's send them to Grasshopper. And he something. did say, he did say he's not. It's I saw he was very respectful of Benfica. Um, he's very respectful of Port. This is after the Portugal loss. Um, when they lost six one to yeah, Sweden, his plans to, to Portugal, Portugal. But he said, "Look, yeah, I, that you know, it's a beautiful club, it's a beautiful country. I'm grateful, but yeah, I mean, Benfica's doing terrific, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure he'd return. But I think Zalat said, oh, I mean, oh yeah, I, I, because he he probably had the conversation with Schmidt, and where Schmidt said, look, this is where you lie in the pecking order. So he was just probably open to him. So why would it be in, in Seferovic's interest to come back to Portugal? Oh, but but, but you so can't tell me that 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 Harris doesn't know. Harris Seferovic today is not a better option than Peter Peter Musa. Come on, bro. Um, That's not saying that Seferovic you know is what? a crack. I, right? I, I, I and, and probably am not left too. I'm well, sorry? he hasn't left yet, but there's there's interest, right? Ooh. Or or is it already confirmed? Uh, it's Ooh. I'm just Genial. scrolling through uh, Twitter. What the full? Uh, no, Coritiba. 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 Oh, they went to Coritiba. Yeah. When today? That's her. Just uh, just scrolling through Twitter. Nine thirty was posted here. Nice. Who posted it though? Was Steve Santos? Exactly. Who posted it? Who was it? Zach. Lowy? Oh, your buddy Zach. Zach Lowy. Lowy? Lowry? Lowy, Lowy. Lowy? Um, yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing, right? Like, if if you have Musa on a long-time injury, Seferovic might say, yeah, yeah, I go. But here's the thing, man. You're just taken away from Enrique Araujo, which I, I think uh, perhaps should be getting more time. But maybe, he's, you know, he's taking his, his sweet time and introducing him. But... I've not been impressed with Musa, uh, and I don't think Enrique Araujo has had enough time. Every time Enrique Araujo comes in, he has to, he plays with with two guys up front, different system. He's always being thrown as an extra forward. I don't know, uh, but look, listen, Alfredo, I've I've said this in years past over players that I like, players I didn't like. You like him? No, but for, you like Araujo regardless. My point is that I've said it in years past, regardless if I like the player or dislike the player, when your young player 
just like Enrique Rouge is today. Bro, it, it don't matter if you're playing a two-man system, a six-man. Bro, you have to take advantage of your opportunities. And my one, how do I put it? Pepe. The one thing, that, no, not Pepe, but my one, my my one, this like, sadness, my one zagrado from Araujo this year is that he's had times that I thought he should have put the ball yeah. in the back of the net. It's pretty so. I agree and with that's you. That's the one downside. And that, and again, and that's why I'm just trying to be be honest. Regardless if I like him or not, he has to take advantage of those opportunities. And again, I get it. You don't play a lot, whatever. But some of them, you're in front of the net, bro. You have to put him on it. I agree. And with that's you. the only that's the only negative side to me about the kid. But he needs to, again, bro. You're a young player. Yeah. yeah, two system, two man system or not. Regardless, you have to show me. Look, Musa, who I am not a fan of, has scored goals. He's playing alone. Playing, it doesn't matter. You get thrown in there, find a way. And Araujo has not done that. Yeah, I I see that. I and I agree with you. Uh, but Pino is is great. I never understood at, at uh, thirty two or thirty three how he signs a, a five year contract. Whatever the fuck. It was. Benfica. Yeah, that like was 31. when uh... he's thirty-one. He signed him with a five-year contract. Pino, like he was Jonas. Let's follow him Holy moly! Pino, but we made some money off that, right? Or Did what? we? Off of who? Pino. How do we make money if or we no. got him from somewhere else, Dave? <laughs> we got him from. No, Madrid. we got him we for free. Him from... It was a free transfer. Yeah. Okay, so how do we make money from him? Dude, we already if paid we that much him. money in salary. Well, you mean tonight? Okay. You mean tonight? Yeah. If we sell him. Yeah. I mean, his salary was he making seven hundred thousand? He wasn't making much more than that. Seven hundred thousand a year or seven hundred thousand a week? A week for the <laughs> not even an EPL you do that? No, uh, a year seven hundred. He's probably I, I have the I have all the salaries. I can look it yeah, up. Yeah, um, yeah, opinion will be good. Um, I think that uh, we're gonna have to see. But Rui Costa has already come out and said we're gonna be very. Um, very careful and surgical, and and, and I hope the that they're not, bro. Um, I hope that they're not. No, there's some people that don't don't. I was I was on the on the Benfica Independent Riscaldo this past uh, Saturday after the game, and uh, Picado doesn't doesn't think that we need a forward, bro. Here's the sad part, and this is this is I'm speaking of Benfica's is all over the world, um, from the heart. And if you don't speak English, get a translator. But it's very important what I'm going to say to you now, right? Here's here's my thing about why I think Benfica needs to do. And again, when I'm talking about needs to 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 go out there and strengthen themselves, I'm not talking about going and and spending a hundred million dollars like we do in an offseason. No, but we need some crucial signings because here's the reality. This is the way I look at it. We are playing in the knockout stage of the Champions League against a club like Bruges. And based on what we've seen from both of these clubs this year, right, from what we know about Benfica, Benfica's fair, Benfica should win that game. If they handle their business, they advance into the next round. And then let's say they get a favorable a favorable draw again because you still have you the top. favorable draws yeah, after, you, after Bruce? You do. Porto. Porto could advance. You could face Porto. You have Inter Milan. Even Tottenham could be had. Leipzig. There are teams. Chelsea could be had. Now, you want to tell me. But those teams need to get past who they're playing. But Tottenham is playing a team. Uh, Tottenham is playing. Um, who's Tottenham playing? Uh, Inter. Inter, I think. 
Like, no, Inter's playing Porto. Okay, Inter's playing Porto. Exactly. So that's one, uh, one Two sucky teams. Not sucky, but doable teams that are at our level, right? Who's Tottenham is playing Leipzig or Mil Tottenham's playing AC Milan. My team, Milan. I didn't want to rag on them. That's why I was saying somebody else. <laughs> but you do now. You have Bayern Munich playing PSG. PSG. You have Real Madrid playing Liverpool. Liverpool. That's, you have, that's four, four huge teams. So out of those four teams, two are going to get it. Bro, what I'm saying is this, that you can find yourself beating Club Rouge, getting a favorable draw, and before you blink, you're in the semifinals with an opportunity to go to the final. And now you didn't strengthen yourself because you think, oh, the and now your options are fucking Chiquinho and the old Gonzalez. <laughs> that's why you have to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Am I? I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you calling me great? Am I right or wrong? You're 100. I'm on. I'm on board. You're 100 right. I don't think, even though like I've noticed a little bit of improvement from Chiquinho, like he's like an Andre Almeida. Chiquinho is good for two, three games. <laughs> he's like an Andre Almeida. No, he, he's not over the top. He's not super good, and he's not super horrible. He's just that that maintained type of guy. But Diogo Salves, for the love of the Lord, man. Bro, you have Jesus. You have to set yourself up just in case. Yeah, no, I agree and with now you. Now imagine you're at the doorstep I agree and you didn't you. bring the ring. But, but here's here's the other thing that you got to be looking at, right? So I'm looking. most likely, most likely, Enzo's going to be gone at the end of the season. I don't think Bifika lets him go in January. At the end of the season, who? Enzo. But I don't think Benfica has a choice. What's your secession plan for but that? Benfica doesn't have a choice, though, Alfredo. Because That's next year's why. problems. No, because doesn't have a choice. Why? Benfica don't have a choice. If Real Madrid, Liverpool... Comes with and beats the clause. Yeah, 120, yeah, they I, got no choice. I, I get it. They're hoping that that doesn't happen. But, but they're hope, they're, But they know... Not, I don't know if they will now. They know they're going to have to confront that issue come Ju July. But where's your secession plan? That's July. They're hoping well, it doesn't now. Because now you start studying that opportunity. You're looking at a player like a Camara that was rumored that Benfica had interest in, and the club convinced him to stay. He's a free agent come June. Benfica could start to go. He's a guy that plays in the center of the park. They, they, and they're saying that Benfica is still interested in that guy. Benfica is lining that up. But you don't replace uh, Enzo Perez no. in, in January because maybe. Like, bro. You know you're going to do it. You're going, you're most likely waiting on that 120 to come in to go get yourself a good player. Another, yeah. You're waiting for that money. But it, I'm even thinking that, you know, it might be hard to hold Gonzalo Ramos at the end of the season. So do you set do you set yourself up? I'm just talking about secession. I'm, I'm trying See, to look but, ahead. But I'm pretty sure they, but I'm afraid. What you're saying makes a thousand percent sense. But it has nothing to do with what I'm saying. What I'm saying to me, which is that stuff that Benfica's been planning since October. Right. But it, it but they're already planning. And I agree. I agree with you. But but this Enzo Perez thing, Benfica never once thought, regardless how good Enzo Perez is, somebody's gonna come in with 120 and take him away in January. Now, it's a reality that they might have to face now. But that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. The goal is to, hey. We'll sell them, but come July. But now we want to make a run. Just like, you know, maybe he does what he with us, which I don't think he, he will. But maybe he does what he does what he did with River. 
Hey, as long as I'm in a competition, <laughs> no, I want to. Right? Hey, I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying. So Benfica should be trying to add to this squad. And if you can go ahead now in January, would you think and buy can? a player? Hold on. If you can go now and buy a player to help you now, but hey, when Enzo's gone, this guy could fill in. Yeah, that's that's the perfect world. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's what I'm talking. That's about. That's a perfect world, but. I think right now, I don't give a shit if it's a guy for six months. You need to be ready in case you're there. And all of a sudden, yo, I got through Bruges. I got through Inter Milan. And I got Tottenham now in the final. Or Red Bull Leipzig. And you're like, I'm in the semifinal. Like, holy shit. Guys. Yeah. Guys. Um, and then you lose. And you played well. I'm not even telling if he gets spanked. But if he plays well, they, 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 you know, but it just wasn't enough. You're going to live with that for the rest of your life. Yeah, what if? Yeah. And I think Ricosta yeah, should I, go out and do everything he can to give us a couple more options. There's been rumors about Emmer and Ken. Did, would you take Emmer and Ken? I called Hugo yesterday when I saw that rumor, and, and I said, Hugo, this is not good news. Yeah. I said, bro. And he said, what do you mean? I said, because I, the only way I see Benfica going to get him now, and it'll, it'll be a six-month loan anyway from the rumors, but if, if the only way I see him is because Enzo's leaving. Because there's no way you go bring that guy with that salary unless you're going to tell Sit on the bench. Unless you tell him, Fiorentino, uh, thank you for everything you did. You've been phenomenal this year. You run more than anybody we that, know. I don't think that happens. You run more than, <laughs> than, than one of them dudes from Africa, the marathon guys. What is it, Kenya? You run more than a Kenyan. What I'm just saying, the Canes did the best marathon runs in the world. <laughs> Why did you have to go compare it to a guy from Africa? Because the Kenyans are the best marathon runners yeah, in the world. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You run more than the Kenyan. Yeah. I don't. I, that's a compliment. They're the best in the world. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. They're, they're long distance runners. They are. They're, they're no, known for that. They're the number ones uh, marathon guys. So yo, thanks for running more than those guys. But I sent it to Yeah. And and then there's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You call me stupid. Right, there's not I much. Never call you that. There's not much that I that I could that I could criticize Roger Schmidt for so far, right? And I'm not criticizing. I just don't understand. I'm hoping somebody, Sheikh Maslin, you guys. I'm hoping you guys explain this to me. I didn't understand this Saturday, Benfica playing against Muriens, right? And Shikin was playing in the middle, and Arsenal's playing on the right. I, I didn't I, get that either. And I know Arsenal's played in Porto on the right, but at the time you had Enzo, you had Joao. Yeah. But like now, I, I didn't get that either. Because I, to me, this whole thing about Enzo leaving, you still, in my opinion, it's a different player. But you have Arsenal that can step in. So again, we don't need Emery Khan. We got ours. But now, if Arsenal's office is going to be my right mid, then I got to reconsider. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was strange too. In terms of the the last game, I thought that uh, that Arsenal's would would be in the middle and Shikinu would be on the right. Right. Uh, I thought that, too. That's the one thing I wait, didn't wait. understand. Here's one better. You ready for this one? <laughs> Dila. If not Arsenal's in the middle, then Draxler. But no, no, it was Shikin. Am <laughs> <laughs> I right? No, you're absolutely right. You got Draxler when, number when 10, I, but no yeah, Shikin. When I, when I looked at the lineup, that is the one thing I, I said, hmm. But then you can't tell right away who's going to line up where. But then when they were warming up, the guy from Sport TV was saying that, um, that uh, Ba and Arsenal were – passing the ball between themselves. And usually when you see warm-up, it's usually guys that yes, are in yes. direct contact yes, yes, that, yes. that do those warm-up exercises. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. But it's like in, in Schmidt we trust, right? 
But anyway, um, yeah. No, I, but that's it's not a criticism. But is again, I I like it explained. Like, yo, you have a Drax or you have an arsonist, and you're like, nah, we're good. Let's go with Shikin. I just did. And like, yeah. arsonist playing right mid. I think I get it in the result at the dragon to hold the result. I get in the tactical. Like, yo, but the guy is my right mid. Yeah, and I'm not criticizing arsonists, but then so I'm criticizing Shikin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not criticizing you either. It's just like, yo, it's it, it just like, if I had to choose, you'd be my third option. <laughs> right? I'm not criticizing, but yo, dude, listen, for one thing is for sure, there's no dubida. But I didn't Yeah, know. it's just, uh, it, it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things. But uh, yeah, I, I just, it's, I just hope that Benfica is is intelligent in terms of the way they approach the market because uh, just to add cotton you know cannon cannon father i'd rather not have it let's let's get a guy that can make a difference whether it's the first or second guy off the bench or as a guy that can compete with Hamsh. For me, that is the biggest thing. You and I mentioned, guy. That, I mentioned that to Picado, Picado, ah, you don't need anybody to compete with uh, with Hamsh. But uh, to no, me, because Gonzalo Ramos scored a hat trick against Switzerland, but then he came back to earth <laughs> against Morocco. So which one is he? Wait, which, well. which one is the Ramos? I mean, I'm not being. I'm, which one but, is he? But but kind of that is in a way. Sort of what we've seen from Ramos this season, but right? Ram but Ramos is still that, our best scorer. But Ramos in that game alone against Switzerland, he scored three, but he could have had five. Yeah. He, yeah. He, that, that, and that's the what. like, again, Ramos, the guy, the guy, listen, he should be applauded. The guy doesn't stop. Yeah. The guy, his work rate is phenomenal, right? The guy's all over the field. And, yes, he scored that banger with the left foot that I think if he shoots another 99, he ain't hitting it again. I, I don't even <laughs> think that Summer was waiting for it. I don't know. Summer was looking back like, where the ball go? Oh, shit, he <laughs> actually like, went in. Like, he was waiting for the cross. Yeah, but <laughs> the cross. <laughs> but I, I just think that we need – you want to tell me, Gonzalo Ram's still your guy. You know what? I'm not going to fight you on it. But you telling me you're content. With the options behind Gonzalo Ramos, bro, I'm not. You really don't want to win. Game. You don't want to win competition. I'm not, and 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 the no, reason why uh, the reason why I'm not is because of where we are currently in the Champions League, and and I agree with you. If we're out of the Champions League right now, if we're UEFA, and our main priority is the league, which has already been admitted that the main priority is the league, I'm okay with with Ramos and and Peramuza playing. But, like you said, you get past Bruges, you get a favorable draw, you're in the semifinals. And you and, and there will be enough teams that you might get another favorable draw then. It could be a repeat of 2004 for Porto because the only way, and I'm not ragging on Porto, but the only way a Portuguese team, up. things had the Ducks have to get in a row. Yeah, things lined up. I, I get it. And, 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 and like you said, here's the regret, right, where we had a chance – to put ourselves in a good position that if we are to advance and if this guy is going to elevate us to the next level and now we're competing against the likes of teams that are maybe at the same level as us in terms of form, we have a good chance. And, bro, and, and regardless of what you think and how you feel about Gonzalo Ramos, bro, every player has an off day. And let's say he's not having a, one of his better days. You're comfortable with going to Peter Musa 
in a huge yeah. spot? Come on, bro. Like, at, at worst, at worst, you're going to have a guy that's going to give Gonzalo Ramos the run for his money, which will make him better, right? It'll make him better. should make him better. I think so, Competition. too. I think so, too. And that was my whole point, was that let's bring somebody who can compete with uh, Gonzalo Ramos, that can improve Gonzalo Ramos. Not that I, I, I don't think that that uh, that Gonzalo Ramos is a slouch by any means of the imagination, but I think that if you have somebody that you're competing with on a daily basis, that is a guy that can make a difference off the bench or even as a starter, I, I just I I don't know who that would be, Chris. Alfredo, Dave, you guys have heard me on the pod uh, here on the podcast over the years. Bitching and complaining about Benfiquistas settling, they're not, bro. Benfiquistas should 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 want what like yo want to build a real roster to go ahead and in the and I get it, bro. Don't be just content with winning the Tasa of the Liga, right? Which we haven't done in what five years now. Don't be content with with winning domestically. You have opportunities like we do now, bro. Don't just settle. I've complained about Benfica settling over the years. We have an opportunity to turn this season into a very special, special season. In football, anything can happen. And you need to be prepared in case that anything does happen. And right now, as things are, are, are set at Benfica, we're a little thin. And, again, we're not criticizing. I know Bruno's getting upset because tell me a striker that doesn't miss a couple. That's fine. But, again, it doesn't mean that just because every striker misses some that I can't comment that the guy misses some. But, we're not We're not attacking the player. We're just saying that Gonzalo Ramos, he's still a very young player. He's inconsistent at times. I don't think we're being offensive to the guy. And I don't think you or anybody could tell me for a fact that, you know, this is a finished product. No, he's, he's not. So we need – Someone else, a higher quality than Peter Musa, that when Gonzalo Ramos is off his game, because, it, and again, it's not a criticism, but it happens to everybody. There's days yeah. guys aren't at the top of their game. And when Benfica is in a dogfight, and Gonzalo Ramos is not having his best game. And you get half a chance. And you need to go to the bench to freshen the legs and bring another option. Are you really comfortable with the option? And I'm not going to mention the name. Just, just the options. Are you really comfortable with the options that Benfica currently have available to them? And that's the question you need to ask yourselves. Yeah, I think that, that that's a, a very pertaining question, uh, and I think it's very relevant because I think that in the Champions League, when you play at this high level, you may only get half a chance or you may get a chance per game. And do you have confidence in Gonzalo Ramos that he could put that away? And I'm not saying that there's a guy out there in the market that is going to be – the win all above all whatever that he's going to be putting away those chances but i think that if we bring a guy that can compete with Gonzalo Ramos for a starting position we're in a better yes, spot in it. terms of being able to compete with the bigger sharks mm -hmm. that's all i'm saying um quick question uh in talking about shor sharks Otamendi and, and Enzo world champions certainly we've seen Enzo's stock Go Bro, skyrocket. I'm reading. I'm reading. Otamendi. There's interest that he that he. There's people in Spain interested in Otamendi, but I I think he he just after Benfica he goes back to Argentina. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I right, was even thinking I mean, he might go in January. The guy now is no, not no more. 
Remember, I was a big Dave. Remember, I was hooting and hollering that Benfica should because at the end of the day, it's not again like Gonzalo Ramos. This is not a criticism. I know what the by 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 any stretch of the imagination, but you have a nineteen-year-old Antonio Silva. You have a twenty-two-year-old Moratu. You have a twenty-six-year-old Verissimo. Um, you have a twenty-three-year-old João Vitor. And at the end of the day, you combine all four of those guys' salaries, and they don't and they don't. They don't amount not. to what Otamendi's making. And so due to that fact and that fact alone, and all, not 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 that fact alone, I got to mention another fact, which is Otamendi's 34. Yeah. Due to those two facts, it's just a numbers game. And, and it's not a criticism on the guy. It's just, look, I have a guy. It's an investment in your future. That's what it comes down to, bro. You're, the numbers, you don't align with what yeah. we want to do. It. Because whether you like to admit it or not, guys, Every team in the Portuguese league is a selling team, okay? And we live on developing and selling players. At the end of the day, if we don't have other options, then I'm I'm par, right? I'm on board, I should say, with keeping all the Mendy around and giving them an extension. But we do have other options. Yeah, I just I, the salary is a factor, right? As you mentioned. But then it's just the other thing is you, you kind of uh, but you hear rumors that Benfica that Benfica is entertaining the idea of of, of loaning out Vrissim. So then you have to pause a little bit and like wait a minute, if Vrissim is going to be loaned out, that means Benfica is not the guy hasn't really you know recovered from his injury or or Roger Schmidt. Remember these guys came in there under another coach. Roger Schmidt's not a fan. Right, we don't know what we got in Juan Vitoria. I don't think anybody does. Which then leaves you so far, with two he's been disappointing. Which then leaves you with two center backs. Now, bro, we only got two center backs. Okay, Rod uh, uh, Otamendi, let, let's let's sit down. Let's sit down and let's discuss. But if the other guys are healthy and Benfica can rely on them, you got four options. And it's just, I love you, Otamendi. Thank you for everything you've done. But at 34, 35, bro. Yeah. He's also somebody that's that played every single minute of Argentina's run too. So I think he's gonna need some some rest here. I don't know if he's getting some rest right now this uh this next week in uh, Argentina with the celebration that's going on, but he's gonna need some uh some rest here. So that's at least we have some depth in that position uh, to I, afford I, that, I that rest there. My concern, Dave, is not that he that he was stretched out. In the World Cup, and played all of them. My 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 worry is now the celebration. At some point, he he looked like he was rolling something. He was rolling something. Hey, right? It was Mate, bro. I, I, well, Mate. It, 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 here's the thing. Or now, right? If if we know how the Tucano is, if they make him go to the the freaking so, doping. So you got Otamendi rolling something. You got Neymar sniffing something in the middle of a game. This World Cup, I tell you. Has a little bit for all tastes. And you got the salt bay trying to take uh, selfies hey, with Messi. Don't even mention that guy. Yeah, douche. I'm glad I Waste. turned the game off. Where, where was he even? Why did he even belong on a field? He was like doing that? the steak. Argentinos like churrasco. <laughs> he was doing the steak, guys. Come on. The asado. The asado. Um, the yeah, churrasco. but uh, I, look, we all, the Enzo is absolutely exploded in terms of uh of his stock and i'm sure like some of the bigger clubs or most of the bigger clubs already had him in, the, in his radar but what he's been able to prove at this level and understanding how much argentina changed with him coming into the lineup should have gotten a red 11 sunday but that's besides the point um i don't know <laughs> I, I i think 
this is our 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 biggest uh, another big sell for us. I'm gonna tell you something, and and Hugo, that bum Hugo Hugo's Freider. Here? Uh, no, he's gone. He's, he's gone. He's he's washing the dishes. He comes in, says hello, and he leaves. But Hugo, Hugo brought this up to my attention, guys, because you you know I am. I don't follow a lot of people, right? But Hugo follows all the players and whatnot. And Hugo brought this up to me today. He's like, bro, I'm, I'm very concerned here. This is a bad sign. I said, well, what's the matter? He's like, you know, Otamendi's got six point whatever million followers on Instagram. And Benfica tagged them. Benfica might have did one, two tags too many, right? They might have gone overboard with their posts. But nonetheless, Otamendi shared and and liked and whatever the tags from Benfica. Benfica, in those taggings with Otamendi, they tagged Enzo right along, you know, with Otamendi. And Enzo's yet to share, like, or react to any. And so you go like, yeah, pa, kill subiu la cabeza. He's overthinking, man. He's overthinking. I told you, but the guy probably went from like a hundred thousand followers to because he's got four point four. He, the dude, got like three he's million new verified. followers. This is not yeah, even no, verified. Yes, he is, he is on he Instagram. Is now? On Instagram. Oh, but not on Twitter. That's a good question. On Twitter, he's not. He's not. But on um, but on but on Twitter, he's got like a, he's got like I ten followers. I don't think about it that way, right? Everything I've been I've been reading about Enzo, and this goes, you know, before he became famous, right? Where uh, you have that period where um, Messi was basically said, yeah. I've had enough with the national team. And he wrote an open letter to Messi Same. as as a young, unknown player. And it, it showed a lot of humbleness on his part. There's been other things where he has told coaches that I want to be somebody. Yeah, yeah. But there's a certain Very humble, humble. humbleness about him. I don't – There's other examples. When he was at the airport, he said he figures a springboard. I mean, other examples <laughs> of humbleness. You know what I mean? So, hey, but I'm just – hey. It shows hey. confidence in his part. What? If you go based on that comment and you see that the guy like, I'm going there because – and then – if you want to align with Hugo's thought process, that look, he's, I think Hugo's he's, overthinking it. Okay, I think he's over. What do you think, Dave? Dave's been Is quiet. Hugo overthinking? Uh, yeah, we're, we're I don't know if there's quiet. something to read into that. I hope I would hope I, I, not. Yeah. But I'm not reading too much into that, man. I'm not reading too much into that. I just think that uh, he's definitely going to be gone at the end of the season. I don't think if he can let him go in January. And even even that, I don't think any team is picking is is spending 120. He's he's already played in the Champions League, so he can't play in a Champions League, so he can't give. His I don't think that rule there. applies anymore, though. It should, because man. Luis Luis Diaz played for Porto and Liverpool last year. There's something that's that's up with that that rule. Yeah, I don't know. I think we might have mentioned that, and somebody corrected us. I don't know if it was uh, Red Baron or who it was. Was it? That uh, you can't play for two clubs in the Champions League. No, you could now. Now you oh, could. You okay, I think they go. changed it because we even talked about that when we mentioned Juan Felix Diaz. coming. And Luis Diaz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, so they did it. You, They changed that rule. That now I believe you can play yeah. multiple clubs in, in different windows, whatever, whatever. So both, whatever. I, I think that uh, Otamendi is going to do the right thing and, and go back to uh, to River and finish up. Uh, but Otamendi, yo, the one thing that strikes me about Otamendi. I, I, you think in January, though? No, I don't think it's not you no know. more. Not no more. He's got the champion, bro. Benfica yeah. is on the verge of something special, and I don't think he. I don't, look, I was a guy that was saying Benfica should let him go in January, but I think everything's changed because obviously the players um, haven't recovered. And but that being said, bro, Otamendi strikes me as a guy that's enjoying playing for Benfica. Yeah, I I think so. 
You I, see his I, posts on on social media. The guy is enjoying it. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't perceive it any different than that. That he's enjoying being he's in Portugal. He's just won a World enjoying, Cup. He's enjoying the club. He's a leader in a clubhouse. He just won a World um, Cup. If he can miraculously lift the Champions League of Benfica, then that guy sails off into. Yeah. That dude, I mean, you're t- so. You just I give think, me goosebumps, bro. I, I think he's pot committed, bro. I think he's he's all into this. I don't yeah, think he leaves in January he's no a, more. He's a and leader, I said he I said he would. He's a leader in that team, man. He's an integral part of the team. It's possible, but I think I think if Benfica was out of the Champions League, if Benfica had gotten knocked out, and he's sitting here today, we're talking about today, after winning the World Cup 48 hours ago, I think then I'm with you. But due to the fact that yo, we're in, it's not like we're playing Bayern Munich next round. <laughs> yeah, you know, bro, we can do something. You know, every player in the locker room thinks, believes, yo, we, where am I going? This could be special. I don't think he leaves. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I see it. I see it. And especially coming off a high of the World Cup. And Di Michelli's the former Argentina center back, Bayern Munich, yada, yada, yada. He's uh, one of the directors now at, uh, at River Plate. And he came out last week and he said, oh, estamos listos. We're here. We're, we're open arms waiting for you. Ba, ba, ba. And they're trying to get him to go. But, again, I think the idea of a Champions League, and call me crazy, I don't believe Otamendi's ever won a, a Champions League. No, because it would have been with City. It would have been with City. And City's, City's never, never won. won. And then, but he was with Valencia before. They yeah, didn't Valencia's win it all. They never won. Porto, he was. They they won the the, the Europa League. That, well, that he was there mm-hmm. for that. Yes. So this is again. This is a his last chance. Yeah, I get it. Well, last unless he signs with freaking a big team next year, which we don't know. He just had a terrific World Cup, but but I'm just saying he's not going to turn his back on this on this on this uh, yeah let's hope not. on this challenge. Um. Talking about other other play, other Benfica players that were in uh, in the World Cup, and aside from Otamendi and Enzo, who, uh, who obviously became very known and first visible. First time ever team in Portugal had two starters at a World Cup or act whatever World champions. Two, uh, two starters winning the cup. Current World. That's what I'm saying. Winning. The, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking about uh, Poga. We're not talking about post. Post World Cup winner Olga, who was uh, three years removed mm-hmm. from winning a champ, uh, uh, a World Cup, and then he played. Benfica had had uh, Vigo too. Yeah. No. And Drax. No Draxler. No, Draxler's Draxler. won. Draxler. Uh, Benfica's had. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Vigo wasn't a part yeah. of those teams. Um, no. No. Twenty fourteen. Obviously, uh, Gonzalo Hamstock increased uh, significantly. Ba-, ba didn't get any uh, much playing time uh, with Denmark. Uh, well, Tony Silva, man, I, um, there was, I think, uh, a Spanish journalist saying that Tony Silva has huge, huge, huge potential. Who's Tony Silva? Antonio Silva? Tony Silva. He said Tony. Tony Silva's my mechanic in Newark, bro. I don't know what you're talking (laughs) about. Tony Silva. (laughs) Tony (laughs) Dish Babes. You mean Nuto Silva? Okay. In terms of, you know, his... Just his posture on the field, his talent is—is—he's not rattled by the occasion. Um, I don't know, man. It's and people have had him under under their their eye. Uh, I don't know. I think we definitely lose we lose Enzo for sure. I don't think we lose him in January. But like you said, if somebody comes in and hits the one twenty, you notice Ancelotti's been very complimentary, very very vocal about him, very complimentary of him. 
very very vocal about him and the rumor in england but again england we got to take that with a grain of salt which says <laughs> there is an agreement pre-agreement with uh liverpool Enzo and liverpool. liverpool's got right of first refusal i think is what i read um who's who, who's in the middle of the park for uh, real madrid these days uh, valverde modric and cruz so and uh, Camavinga they, and Chow, Chow, Cruz is already Chowsman, Chowkman, whatever the the French kid, <laughs> the French kid that they bought from Monaco. He just started for for France in the world. Chowman, Chowman, whatever his uh, name. Is. Cruz and Modric, you could say they're on their way out. Oh look, Red Baron just make makes a good point. Cape de Villa, that's right, the lefty that that couldn't play at Benfica, <laughs> but won was, it with the won 2010 with España. Yeah, and and who's the coach that set him? JJ. <laughs> was it JJ? Yeah, I think. Was it JJ Sapa? JJ Sapa. JJ had the hard drive. Oh, you forgot yeah, the about this, the hard drive with the players. Yeah, I, I love seeing those, J, those JJ videos of him getting out of that ice bath. Bruno Gil Rodriguez is saying latest news is Liverpool has a deal for next season. I don't see. Look, yes, they have an agreement. I don't know about a deal. The Fenway, whatever dealers, uh, the 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 Le John, LeBron. whatever. LeBron no, James. No, but they, Lebronski. But they, um, the, there's a rumor that they that the Hen, whatever Henry's, whatever they're looking to sell. Sell the club. I don't think they're going to be investing a hundred plus million on any players. I I understand there's a lot of noise. But when you try to sell, you're not bringing on more debt or you're not taking away money because your your objective of selling is making money. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Red but look, look, would they would, would he fit in perfectly? Yeah, I mean Jordan Henderson, whatever. I mean, that guy could play over there. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, Baron say hey, we Bar lose Enzo yeah, Gonzalo and maybe Antonio. Quando? In the summer. I don't know. I'm guessing it's in the summer, I'm going to say. Um, They're supposed to tip any offer till it's tipped. Yeah. I'm now, Liverpool, from what I read, <laughs> Liverpool has the right of first refusal, meaning that if Benfica says, we got an offer for $125 million, can't be. He's 120 would be the max unless they, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna over, bro. So it only costs 120. I'm not offering five million but what, more. But what I'm saying is somebody could say, <laughs> Dave, Benfica, we'll give you 125, and you sway the player to come to our club, right? That could happen. That's no, not the no, swing, bro. The swing is the contract offer. Amigo, no, no, no. But I, I think that it's, it's like Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho went 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 to a negotiation with a club. I don't want to mention names. And they're talking numbers, and all he's worried about is, tem mulher? Da passar com mulher? That's how they swayed him. You know, that's all he was worried about. <laughs> so, bro, you come in 120, and then you're like, yo, let's let's work our magic. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think Alfredo just got to leave but they might. Well, that's not maluco. Because at the end of the day, aquilo é um sell, um sell price. Aquilo chega ali, you would trigger that. But um, but how how does how does Benfica or how does Liverpool get involved in this? Like I don't like. With does what? this happen right off the bat when Benfica is signing Enzo that they make an agreement with Liverpool? Or no, is this some no, 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 from it's, Darwin? It's no, 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 no. This it's recent. I'm pretty sure if they do indeed, and I, I'm taking Alfredo at his word, if they do indeed have the right of a first refusal, a, a first refusal, that ha that goes back to the Darwin deal. 
that goes back. We're going to buy this player and, yo, whatever guys you have coming, we'll hit that $100 million, whatever, 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 and whatever players you got, we're going to get first refusal on it. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, you sell a player, like, you know, the players that, remember Benfica loaned Todibo from Barcelona, and then Barcelona will get the right of first refusal on some prospects in the academy. Yep. It's deals that these guys make within one another. It's not all of a sudden, like, hey, by the way, oof. I want right of first. What do you mean? I want right of first of you. What are you giving me? This is negotiate. You know how it is. In order for me to greet son, you gotta give me son. And what's Liverpool gonna go? Hey, the guy's a tremendous player. Listen, let me get right of first of you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Come on, baby. It's not. It's not gonna work like that. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that there's, there's an agreement there because. Maybe Liverpool doesn't think anybody be able to uh, hit the clause or to match the clause. I don't know. Why Chelsea's non-existent? Because, okay, so so let's say, let, for example, Chris City, and I'll ask you this because you you may be you may know this better than me. I'm sitting on it. If two clubs come in <laughs> and they both offer 120, it's up million, to the player. He chooses where he goes. Can Benfica? sway the player to go a certain way because it's more beneficial for Benfica. But how is it beneficial if they both get 120? I mean, uh, let's say there there's 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 bonuses in there. But there's no but the, the one But I'm saying like bro, when it comes to a deal who wants to make a difference. When it comes to a deal like this, Alfred, it's very simple. It's 120. I'm not going to come in and I'm going to give you the 120, but I'm going to give you 60 and then I'm going to give you the other 60 over 3 years. Right? That could happen. That could happen. And then you come in and you say, I'll give you that 120, but I'll give you 90 million up front. I'll give you 30 million over the next two years. What's a better deal for Benfica? Then I can see Benfica saying, yo, go with that guy. Yeah, the, because, same, the, the reason why, why Rui Costa went to Fiorentina and not elsewhere. See, but, it's, but, that's, but those are the types of deals that happen. Right. Now, I don't know how um, I, I don't know how that would work in terms of swaying players and and like the one the one part that I struggle to understand in this whole scenario again taking you at your word that that Liverpool has the right of first refusal refusal which is if uh Real Madrid comes in with 120 up front and Liverpool comes in with 120 up front bro it's his release clause there is no, no what, if, what if Liverpool comes in with 125 you why would they right of first refusal but the, the trigger, it, it, buy, it triggers that one. I understand. Bro, you put a key in the lock and you twist it twice in it open. You're going to twist it. You're, gonna, you're not going to spin it three times. Okay, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, right? Uh -huh. Let's say you found this house. But that's a house. <laughs> but that's a house. That is okay. not contractually. Like, if you I find a house that's beautiful and you come in at 400000 and and whoever comes in with 400000 first takes the house. That's what it is. It ain't 405, 410. But if you could. If both clubs come in with one hundred and twenty million, Bifika could still decide who gets him. I don't think so. I don't think so. Bruno's saying it's the player that chooses it's the, the club player. after one twenty. Exactly. Once you put in the one twenty, it's on the player. But, so let's say Liverpool. Now, Lever, let, oh, that's why I said I don't understand the humor right of first refusal. Humor me. Let's say uh, Liverpool hits one twenty five, and Bifika says these five million are for you, Enzo. If you go to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> You're living in fantasy land now. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just throwing things out there. I'm just. That, I mean, look, Alfredo, that could happen. But again, they are, 
but they could do that. They could give them the 120 and then give them a $5 million signing bonus. They're just bidding against themselves. Why would you bid against yourself? Well, let me ask you this. What club would he prefer to go over Liverpool, PSG? I don't know if make a fact. I mean, PSG. No, I, from, from the, the, the rumors, the internet whisperers, from what I gather is, which I don't understand why, but Liverpool's at the top of his list. I if if I would think so. If I'm Enzo Perez, Real Madrid is at the top of uh, Enzo Perez. Enzo Fernandez, <laughs> Real Madrid is at the top of my list because language, culture, I don't have to adapt. I'm playing at the biggest club in the world. He knows that they he has can support afford. around them. Yeah. I mean, it's, why it's huge. Unless he's he speaks English fluently and the whole and I get it playing in the EPL is a dream. But the bigger dreams playing for Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's you know, when you go and play for a club that you know the club will invest every year to maintain the level of that squad. It's not like you go somewhere and say, Hey, if you need me to renew, you gotta put players around me because this is freaking bullshit. You know, it, when it comes Real Madrid is is the absolute pinnacle. And again, just because um, the language, there's no barrier. Yeah, the yeah, culture, yeah. it's a lot close than I mean, the guy's gonna eat, go eat pot pies in Liverpool or he could go and eat carnasada. weather. Yeah, I mean I I just I don't understand why and plus you have Alverde, Uzuruasho. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know What's the allure to get them over to Liverpool? I mean, the only thing I see is the EPL. And again, any anything you can mention about the EPL or any historic team, man, United, Liverpool. Okay, bro, it's like, you know, chess, you come in with the king. I got Real Madrid. Okay, you lose. Everybody else loses. You get what I'm saying, <laughs> Dave? Yeah. You know? All right. Red Baron says if they give 120, I don't give a shit where he goes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could go to freaking uh, no, here, Ellis. Here's something I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm surprised none of you guys on, on, on the chat have, have actually mentioned this. If I'm Benfica, when he, when Enzo arrives next week, I sit him down, I bring him a box of prestige nata, and I tell him, Enzo, here's the situation. Here's $500,000 cash, 500,000 euros cash. We're going to – I don't know if he's getting paid. Let's say – let's just for shits and giggles. He's getting paid a million dollars. That's his contract. Million. Look, we're going we're gonna to raise you. To a million uh, and a half or two million, right? Which means you're gonna get your checks are gonna be much bigger now. But look, we're gonna raise in order for you to agree, agree to give you a million dollars more. We want to raise your clause from 120 to 180, for example. And now Benfica da pasticar and get more. I, I'm I, I'm telling you, Benfica has probably thought about that and they will think about that the minute he arrives and they try to talk to him. I'm, I would not be surprised. Benfica knows he's going for a lot of money, period. Bro, would you give me 5 million euros if you're going to make 80 million more? Yeah. Louder. I'd give you 10. But, oh, my. Guys, this is, I think we've mentioned it in the past. This is, uh, this is like the butterfly effect. If we, Enzo wouldn't have played a single minute for us. If Velez. this point, if it wasn't, yes. <laughs> for Velez. Like, Thank you, Velez. Think about that. We uh, would have just been. Coming into well, Enzo Fernandez Dave, right now. Well, think about this, Dave. Think about this. Think about <laughs> what we could do with this type of money, right? <laughs> think about that the Via that that, that, that Vieta could build. Oh, that we don't. That we didn't do with the Jean Felix money, bro. Jean Felix money out of that one twenty, we got like thirty. <laughs> no, we got money. Yeah, we we, we had just all didn't. The we kings. just didn't spend we it had right. All the 
We didn't spend it. He right. aumentara clauses. Hey, look, that's what I'm no, saying, I mean, Red Baron. I get it. I I get it. I there give has a million to be more. A, there has to be a conversation, oh. and the, I think the player will be sympathetic to the cause. If if that's what Rukosta needs, because you think, uh, no, not Enzo. He, here's, I don't think so. I, we, yeah, Dave, look how he look, was Dave. speaking to us about uh, when he first got no, here. No, no, no. But he, he can't be any... he can't be ungrateful because at Benfica not giving him the visibility that he's had in a, in a Champions League, he probably it doesn't have the same role that he had if he's still at River. But, I don't maybe, know the way this guy this not. guy's mentality. He was he was hoping a bigger club would yeah. come and pick him Dave, up. I think that's fact. That's that's matter is, he blew up at the World Cup. Well, City said that they could have gotten it for cheaper than what Benfica got him for. So why do they do it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't why own do eight. Sheik was saying we don't we don't own hundred percent. We don't. We don't. You're right. So the more the most money that we could get for him, the better. Anyway, let's wrap this up. It's been a while, but you know it, we're going on uh, an hour and twenty minutes. I tried. They paid ten million up front, and then it was eighteen total, and t- and, and, and and eighteen in total, yep. and they're going to pay the other remaining eight and and stasoins. Yeah. Next up for Bifica, Next up for Bifica is, is the return to the Tugão against Braga. Uh, the game was originally scheduled for the twenty eighth, then it got moved to the thirtieth. Now there's a whole problem with the with Braga marathon uh, with the São Silvestre. Which is like a, a Sylvester Stallone marathon. <laughs> it's the San <laughs> Sylvester is, is a race that they run at the end of the year. That's what it's called. I don't know. Now but they yeah. want to move it back to the 29th. Yeah, they want to move it. It's, they've had it scheduled since the 21st, since 2021, and you know, there's this whole. I, I I just don't get it. What's what's the big deal? What's the big deal that you have a a game and and a race? Uh, Alfredo, you don't. I'll tell you the big deal. I'll tell you off the year. I'll tell you the big deal. Okay. Vamos embora então, Manelis. Next week, I don't know if we're back next week because the game isn't until the 30th. Nah, enjoy, enjoy Natal. Yeah, enjoy, we, need another, it, we need another break. <laughs> another break, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, you know, we, Christmas time is always busy. There's always traveling. There's always here and there. So, look, uh, it just from, from our family to, to your families uh merry christmas to all of you i hope that uh, all of you have plenty of uh health uh during this time and let kanye hear me say that (laughs) (laughs) anyway um but it's a good thing yeah that's all uh that's all we have dave you want to you want to say some uh parting words dave's gonna say something in french because he's from up there in canada no i didn't french i haven't spoken french in since uh grade school no good to be back on tonight uh boys and uh hope everyone has a good safe healthy christmas and uh enjoy enjoy the food and the drinks and uh we'll be back here i guess in the new year yeah absolutely so happy new year we're, we're gonna well. try to get steve santos for, for, yeah keep trying we're gonna try to get him for one podcast keep trying all right everyone thanks a lot chris ho 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 Arrivederci. Happy Natal, all that good stuff. Don't eat too much bacalhau. <laughs> too much bacalhau. Coves, coves Nobody's fa- buying bacalhau the way you do. Coves don't vault all intestines. Cuidado. Cuidado. Uh, and uh, all the best to you guys and your family, man. Thank you guys so very much for uh, for joining us. Yeah, we probably won't talk to you guys until next year. Yeah, because the game is on the 30th. Or 29th, is... most likely. But 30th, 20th. So, yeah. Uh, you... Yeah, probably. Okay. We're, we're still on. Just we're still on. that went out. I don't know what the hell happened. But yeah, all the best, man. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. 
Um, all that good stuff for you guys. Um, Take care. You know, all the best to your family. Take care, thank everyone. You, thank you, thank you. Later. Later.